Welcome to the latest edition of our Fixed Interest podcast series. I'm Stephen Schwartz, head of Asia-Pacific Sovereign Ratings. Today I'm joined by Sagarika Chandra and Jeremy Zook, both of whom are associate directors on our Asia-Pacific Sovereigns team. They are respectively lead analysts for Sri Lanka and Pakistan, whose economies have great potential, but which have also been susceptible to external financing pressures, keeping us busy on the credit front here at Fitch. Sagarika, let me turn to you first. At the end of last year, in December, we revised the outlook on Sri Lanka to negative. That was only a year after we downgraded Sri Lanka to B flat. Can you please explain the rationale? Thanks, Steve. So the key reason for revising the outlook on Sri Lanka to negative from stable is what we see are increasing risks to Sri Lanka's debt sustainability, which we think has arisen as a result of a significant shift in fiscal policy after the presidential elections in November last year. Major tax cuts have been announced, which includes a reduction in the VAT rate by almost half, among others. We think these tax measures are likely to push up Sri Lanka's budget deficit to a high level from an already elevated level. Now, Sri Lanka already has very high general government debt to GDP, which is at 85%. And we think that without any major offsetting measures, the debt to GDP ratio for Sri Lanka is likely to remain on an upward trajectory over the medium term. So really, the key reason for revising the outlook to negative from stable is what we see as a departure from the previous revenue-based fiscal consolidation path that Sri Lanka was on. Okay, now going forward then, what will we be looking for? And in particular, what could cause us to revise the outlook back to stable? So the authorities have told us that they would try to stay within their budget deficit targets. However, the tax measures that have been announced have created some uncertainty about the feasibility of these plans. So what we would be looking for is a credible medium-term fiscal plan, which puts Sri Lanka's government debt-to-GDP ratio on a firm downward path, along with higher government revenues. Other factors that could also lead us to revise the outlook back to stable include a reduction in Sri Lanka's external financing risks, or better policy coherence and credibility, which is supported by a track record of meeting announced economic and financial targets. Okay, thanks, Sagarika. Now, Jeremy, on Pakistan, we just affirmed the rating at B- minus with a stable outlook. Pakistan recently completed its first review under the new IMF program with flying colors, according to the IMF. Where would you say progress is being made and what still needs to be done? Just to start, our B-minus rating reflects Pakistan's relatively weak external and public finances. External finances are still fragile. Foreign exchange reserves are relatively low, external debt repayments are elevated, and export performance is subdued. That being said, clear progress has been made by the authorities in reducing external vulnerabilities through their policy actions and the external financing that was unlocked through their agreement with the IMF on a 39-month program this past July. Specifically, the authorities have allowed a significant rupee depreciation, introduced more FX flexibility, and hiked interest rates considerably. All these factors have sharply narrowed the current account deficit over the past couple years and have supported a rebuilding in reserves since this past summer. Public finances, on the other hand, deteriorated further this past fiscal year, with government debt to GDP rising to nearly 85%. 
Steps are being taken to improve public finances, and the authorities have told us that they remain committed to achieving their primary deficit targets under their most recent budget. Okay, now B- minus is a low rating, the lowest, in fact, of our APAC sovereigns. What would it take for Pakistan's rating to move up? Well, to be clear, the authorities have made progress towards strengthening external finances. And what we'll be looking for, really, is just a continuation, sustained progress on this front that continues to rebuild reserve buffers and eases external financing constraints. Pakistan is reliant on access to external financing through its IMF program, so continued adherence to program reforms is critical in our view. And many of these reforms really could prove quite politically challenging for the government. An additional factor that could improve the rating is sustained fiscal consolidation that puts debt to GDP on a downward trend. As mentioned, the authorities have plans for considerable fiscal consolidation, but we do think that this could prove challenging given their high reliance on ambitious revenue growth. Okay, thanks, Jeremy. Now, Sagarika, you're also the lead analyst on Vietnam, where we have a positive outlook and a comparatively higher rating at double B. You recently published research highlighting key credit similarities and differences between Vietnam and its frontier market peers in Asia Pacific. Tell us about that. So the positive outlook on Vietnam reflects its strong credit fundamentals. Vietnam's external buffers continue to improve, supported by steady current account surpluses. Government debt is falling, while growth is high and inflation is stable. Compared to the other frontier economies, such as Sri Lanka, Pakistan, and Mongolia, Vietnam appears to be in a league of its own. It also does not face the kind of external financing challenges which the rest of the frontier markets face, and its track record of macro stability is also far better. Okay, now there was a delayed payment on an SOE debt guaranteed by the government uh, in August, September last year. Does that affect our outlook at all? Not at the moment. We think the delayed payment arose because of certain clerical errors, and the authorities are, in our view, putting in place certain administrative steps to ensure these issues do not recur in the future. Okay, then. With that, I'd like to thank Sagarika and Jeremy for sharing their insights and our audience for listening. For more information on our ratings and research on these frontier markets, please visit us at FitchRatings.com. We hope you'll join us for the next edition of Fixed Interest.